his holy name. Are you excited to be in the house of the Lord? I said, are you excited to be in the house of the Lord? Praise God, you are all welcome on this cold night. It's amazing that we are having to wear winter clothes in summer. Mm. It means the weather is going crazy, amen? All right, so nothing is reliable in this world. The only thing reliable is Jesus. And the one thing that will not change. How many of you know he's the same yesterday? What else? And when else? Forever. The weather can change on you, but Jesus will not. Ah, oh, your amen, your amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. All right, um, just before I preach, uh, a dear friend of mine, Dr. Patience Mlengana, um, you are, she's not new to this house, uh, she wrote this um, Living Triumphantly Daily Devotional, and I think she's signing in Mall of the, Mall of the South on Saturday at, at 11 a.m., so after prayers, please go and support her. I encourage you. She's a very dear friend of mine um, and my wife and a very good friend of our family. So please go and support her. Um, it's at the Mall of the South at the um, Exclusive Books. It's an exclusive bookstore bookshop. Yeah, right at the Exclusive Bookstore. Please go and support her. This book, Living Triumphantly. Amen. All right. She will be signing the book right there. Praise the Lord. All right. Um, okay. Give me the book of John chapter 15 and verse 26. We're going to go right quick to the word of God. I had told you earlier in this year that I'm going to do a series on the person and the ministry of the Holy Spirit. How many of you remember when I said that? And so it's something that I want to begin today. I'm just going to probably get into the very basics. I don't want to believe that everybody sitting here and everybody watching us online knows really who the Holy Spirit is. Um, a lot of people just know that there is, we Christians call the Holy Spirit. But you really don't know who he is. You don't have a relationship with him. And um, so tonight I'm going to be talking and preaching or teaching about the Holy Spirit, the person of the Holy Spirit and the ministry of the Holy Spirit. And the church say, Amen. Father, we just want to thank you for your word tonight. Give us understanding. Holy Spirit, we are talking about you. So open to us the scriptures. Open our eyes. And give us understanding of who you are. Give us a revelation of who you are. Let everyone in this house know the Holy Spirit intimately as a person. And have a clear and good relationship with you. In Jesus' name we pray. And the church say, Amen. All right. John chapter 15 and verse 26. Let's begin from, from there. When the Comforter is come, whom I will send from the Father, uh, whom I will send unto you from who? 
Where does the Holy Spirit come from? All right. You are not saying it like you are serious. Yeah? Is the fast gotten to you that much? By the way, how many of you did not fast today? All right. Raise your hand. Don't raise your hand and bow your head. Raise it up. Let's see them. Where are they? To all of you in the band, are you born again? God help you guys, man. Every time I ask how many fasted, all of you raise your hands. You guys are in trouble. You better get serious in this church. Oh. Guys, listen. You know, let me not say anything. But God help you guys. When I ask who fasted, I, I always realize that the band always raised their hand. As if they're not part of the church. If you didn't fast, let me see your hand. All right. Okay, very few of you. Okay, I will, because of that, I will keep quiet. Let's go. Church Wednesdays will fast. Amen, somebody. Get involved, man. You can't be left behind. Amen. These things are not jokes. You know, when you are under an apostolic house like this and an instruction is given and you don't obey it, what you're literally doing is you're just sidetracking yourself. Why things pass you by. Amen. May you not be that in Jesus' name. All right. Um, I see my son, Pastor Quayle, and his wife. God bless you. Thank you for coming. Amen. Please put your hands together for them. Amen. Pastor in a great church in the Midland Centurion area. Amen. All right. The Bible says, when the comforter is come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the spirit of truth, which proceeded from the Father, he shall testify of me. So this is Jesus speaking. If you have a Bible like mine, this is written in red. So that, those are the words of Jesus. So Jesus is talking about this personality called the Holy Spirit, who I believe that is the most ignored person on the earth today. Many Christians don't know him, they don't have a relationship with him, and so they behave anyhow. The reason, the, way of, the reason why you can do the things you do in the secret because you don't know that the Holy Spirit is with you. When you know that there's another personality that is with you, you will not act the way you act. You will not do some of the things you do. So he is the third person in the Godhead. Now, how many of you have heard of the Trinity? The triune God. God the Father. Somebody say God the Father. God the Son. God the Holy Spirit. So we, we want to talk about the Holy Spirit. Um, we already established from scriptures that there is God. Amen. Now, if you don't believe there is God, I just want to encourage you, take your Bible and just leave now. Just go home because you are an atheist. Except you will stay to believe. Amen, somebody. But you cannot doubt the existence of God. The Bible says that even the things of nature, the creation, teaches us that there is God. That all the things you see was not brought here by no one. Amen, somebody? That there is God. And then the Bible begins this way. Even the scriptures that we believe that is the word of God. 
the Bible says that in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Genesis 1.1. God created what? The heavens and the earth. In fact, the, the Old Testament Bible was written in, in Hebrew. So, the word God there is Elohim. And Elohim is not one person. Elohim means is, is more than one. So when you say in Hebrew, one is Eloha. That is one God. So now this one is Elohim. That means the trio. Well, it means obviously more than one. So now the Bible tells us that there is more than So Elohim, that means the triune God, the three of them. Oh, well, not the three of them. He's one God in three personalities. Amen. You have God the Father, God the Son, and what else? God the Holy Spirit. I, I, will, I will prove it now to you as we keep going. So, the Bible says that in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. Now, the Bible begins with Elohim, which is the triune God. But now, in that one scripture, is a figure, it, it, it kind of, it pulls out one of them. It now says, and the spirit of the Lord moved upon the face of the waters. So, so we then know that there is the spirit of the Lord, which today we call who? The Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit. So the Bible tells us his existence with God before the beginning. That there is a personality called the Holy Spirit. And then now if you go down to verse 26, when God decided to make man, the Bible says, God now said, let us. At that time there was no man. He said, let us make man in our image and after our likeness. And let them have dominion. So how many of you know, I can't say, only me, I'm sitting in my office and I say, let us. No. Uh, okay, I can say, let us go preach the message because I know the Holy Spirit is with me. But as an individual, I can't say, let us. It will be, let me go preach. Say amen. So now when God said, let us, it means that there are other people involved, where other personalities involved with him. And he was talking to the God, the Father, the Son, and who else? The Holy Spirit. So there is a person called the Holy Spirit that Jesus was talking about here. Jesus said, listen, that... Keep, put it back. Go back to my scripture in uh, John chapter 15 and verse 26. Go back to my scripture. He says, but when the comforter is come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the Spirit of truth, which proceeded from the Father, he shall testify of me. Now, the Bible tells you that he proceeds from who? Where does the Holy Spirit proceed from? From the Father. Now, if it is, if it is the Spirit of the Father, that means that for you to really know the Father, you have to know what proceeded from him. Do you see why many Christians don't know God? Because they don't know the Holy Ghost. Until you know him, you have a relationship with him. You won't be able to really articulate the Father. 
You won't know the Father. You won't. Jesus, in fact, as a matter of fact, you all know that the Holy in the in the Old Testament, they didn't know God as Father. Hello? There is no way you will say, see Abraham say, my father. No. He would always refer to God as the almighty God. That is called El Shaddai. Somebody say El Shaddai. That's the all-breasted one, the all-unlimited God, the all-sufficient God, the God that has everything. Say amen. So, so that's what they referred to God. It was now Jesus, when he came in the New Testament, that now gave us a revelation of God as the Father. You will hear him say things like, I am my Father, I what? I one. Amen. I do not do anything. He said, whatever you see me do is what I see my Father do. So he kept referring to the Father. So that now brought us into the revelation of God as the Father. We, in the Old Testament, without Jesus, they didn't know him as Father. We now know him as Father. And you know the word, that, the word Father is source and resource. Say amen. So we now have a revelation of God the Father. So there is God the Father. Say amen. God the Father. And then we have God the Son. Who is who? Jesus Christ. The Bible tells us in John chapter 1 and verse 1 that in the beginning was the Word. In, in, before Jesus came to the earth, when Mary gave birth to him and God said, his name shall be called Jesus. In heaven where he was, God the Son. His name was who? The Word. He wasn't known as Jesus. He was the Word. His name was the Word. So the Bible tells us that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So we establish that there is God, the Father. Somebody say God the Father. And then there is God the Son. Somebody say God the Son. I mean, even when Jesus was getting baptized at Jordan, the Bible says, as he went into the water, what happened? A voice came from heaven. Now remember, this voice that came from heaven, the, how, many, how many, they are triune God. God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Now the Son was getting into water to be baptized. A voice came from heaven. And the Spirit of God descended upon him like a dove. So the, the Bible tells us now that that voice that came from heaven, whose voice is that? The Father. Because the Holy Spirit was descending on him while another voice from heaven. Jesus and the Spirit of God were interacting on earth, but the Father spoke from heaven. Say amen, somebody. So it's established that there is the triune God. So it's God the Father, which everybody, I mean everyone, including, well, even the Muslims believe that there is God. Say amen. Even the devils believe there is God. Demons believe. And the Bible says they even tremble. But you believe, I don't even know what you do. Amen. So, so there is God the Father. There is God the Son. But the personality that we are talking about today is the person of the Holy Spirit. There is the Spirit of God called the Holy Spirit. 
The Bible says he proceeded from the Father. Where does he proceed from? From the Father. So you need to have a relationship with him in order for you to know the Father. If you don't, you will not know the Father. I promise you, you will struggle to know the Father. That's why all these uh, musicians, when they go collect all these awards, Emmy Award, uh, what other awards do they collect? Well, Sama, not Sama, Sama, okay, Sama is the local one here. Sama, is it gospel or is what? Whatever awards they collect. You know, many of them will come, I mean, they, you can see that they are almost naked. Their clothes, the slit is here. And they say, you know, I want to thank God who gave me, meanwhile you are naked. Because they don't know God. If you know God, you can't be thanking him with a naked body. Am I communicating in the public? Say amen, somebody. I, you know, that's one dress I never understand. They there's, there's these demonic dresses they make that is on the floor. But then the slit is here. You could have just as well cut the whole thing and remove the bottom piece. Amen, somebody. <laughs> Praise God. All right, John chapter 16 and verse 5. John 16 and verse 5. Hallelujah. We'll take this slowly. You will get it this time. The Bible says, but now I go to my father. Is this verse 5? Yes. I go my way to him that has sent me. And none of you asked me whither goest thou. Next verse. Because I have said these things unto you, sorrow hath filled your heart. Next verse. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient. In fact, give me this in the Amplified. I, I love this scripture in the Amplified. I just love the simplicity of it. He said, nevertheless, I tell you, give me in the Amplified. He said, however, I'm telling you nothing but the truth. When I say it is profitable, good, expedient, and advantageous that I go for you that I go away. Jesus said it is much more profitable for you. It is good and it is expedient that I go away. It's more advantageous to you that I go away. That if I do not go away, the comforter, counselor, helper, advocate, intercessor, strengthener, and standby. We are going to be talking about the ministry of the Holy Spirit. I'm not going to get into that today. But here it tells you what the Holy Spirit does for the believer. Can I hear an amen? It tells you that the Holy Ghost is your counselor. What is he? Somebody say, he's my counselor. The Bible says he's your helper. What is he? He said he's your advocate. What is he? Your advocate. The Bible says he's your intercessor and he's your strengthener and your standby. And he will not come unto you in close fellowship with you. But if I go away, I will send him. Somebody say, Jesus had to go for the Holy Ghost to come. Say it like you are serious. Jesus had to go for the Holy Ghost to come. Now, church, let me tell you something. You know, all truth is parallel. 
There are some things that if they don't go from your life, certain things won't come. And that's why many Christians sit in church and wonder why their life is the same. Years come, years go by. If certain things don't leave you, certain things won't come. Jesus said, until I go, the Holy Ghost will not come. And that is the same way in our life with many things that are in your life right now. Until those things go, there are certain things that will not come. But if I go away, I will send him. I will send him. Next verse. Look at the next verse. Let's keep reading. And when he comes, he will convict and convince the word and bring demonstration to it about sin. He says one of the things that he's going to do when he comes is that he will convict you of sin. That's why there is nobody. I don't care how hardened you are. There is no one that will sin that doesn't know they've sinned. You will feel your conscience that walks with the Holy Spirit will tell you what you did is wrong. Can I hear an amen? Will tell you that you are, what you are doing is wrong. What you're carrying on with is wrong. It says when he comes, he will convict and convince the world and bring demonstration to it about sin and about righteousness, uprightness of heart, and right standing with God, and about judgment. Keep going. Next verse. About sin, because they do not believe in me, trust in, or rely on me, or adhere to me. Next verse. About righteousness, uprightness of heart, and right standing with God, because I go to my Father, and you will see me no longer. Next verse. And about judgment, because the ruler, the evil genius prince, of this word, Satan, is judged and condemned and sentenced already is passed upon him. That's why Satan can never repent again. It's impossible for Satan to give his life to Christ because he has already been condemned. Can I hear an amen? He's already condemned. Amen. Go back to the King James. Let me keep reading the King James. He's got too many words. Go back to the King James. I think the next verse, uh, we're reading up until 15. Give me verse 12. It says, and I have yet many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them. Now, church, Jesus was talking to them at that time that there are so many things he has to say to them. So now, at that point, the disciples were incapacitated. They didn't have enough capacity to handle a whole lot of the things that Jesus wanted to say. And Jesus said to them, I can't say them to you now. And the person that, the only one that can give you capacity for those things is the Holy Ghost. That's why, listen, you run a risk as a child of God without the Holy Spirit. If you are not baptized in the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues, it's something you should desire. We have been come, telling you, come for for a foundation class so you can get baptized, you stay in a way. How many of you here don't pray in tongues? Don't be ashamed. You don't pray in tongues. All right. Just, okay, one, two, three, four. Quite a lot. I mean, you shouldn't be. In a church like this, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. As long as you are saved, the Holy Spirit is your heritage. 
God gave him to you. Say amen. He, he dwells in your, in your spirit. Your spirit relates with him. How many of you know you are also tripartite? The Bible tells us in 1 Thessalonians 5.23 that the God of peace makes you whole, spirit, soul, and what else? And body. So you are also a tripartite being because you like God the Father. Amen, somebody? You like God the Father. You are like God himself. That's how he made you. You are spirit, soul, and body. But the only part of you that relates to the Holy Spirit is your spirit being. That's the one that communicates with the Holy Spirit. And when I begin to teach you on the ministry of the Holy Spirit, you see how vital the Holy Ghost is to your success on earth. I'm telling you in these last days, if you don't have the Holy Ghost or you don't have a relationship with him, you will get into so many trouble. So many. The Bible says the spirit beareth witness with our spirit that we are the sons of God. So he bears spirit, he bears witness with you. The Holy Ghost, you can wake up in the morning and decide you are traveling today. The Holy Ghost will say you are going nowhere. What? That you are doing what? You're going nowhere. You'll bear witness. That's why you need to come in that relationship with him. You need to come in that fellowship with him. Because he needs to, he, there are so many things he wants to lead you into. Your success is in the Holy Ghost. Oh, let me hear your amen. Church, listen, you all know that in this world, um, we have, obviously, I, I think it was during the conference I was sharing that Jesus said that there are two kinds of children in this world. It's the children of who? Of, of light, and then what else? The children of darkness, the kingdom of darkness. So now, everything you see on the earth that is not in line with the will of God, who is causing them? Satan and his demons. So they are the ones that are influencing those things. So you, you find, for instance, um, the Bible gives us the agenda of Satan. In John 10, 10. What are they? To steal, kill, and what else? And destroy. Now, anywhere you see stealing, who is doing it? Satan. Anywhere you see killing, who is doing it? Anywhere you see destruction, who is doing it? Right. So these are his agenda. And now let me tell you, he is a spirit, so he cannot operate on the earth as Satan. So what does he do? He occupies people. Now, the same way, anybody you see who loves, who is doing the right thing, who is advancing other people, loving people, who cares for people, who, you know, does the things that are in line with what God said we should do, who is leading him? God, well, let the Holy Spirit. Because now, we're talking about spirits now. It's the Holy Spirit. So the reason why I can love my wife and not cheat on her because I have the Holy Ghost. Say amen, somebody. Because in human nature, a man just wants to, I told you of one of my sons that came to see me one day and, you know, his wife reported him to me that he was cheating. And he asked me, can a man eat only rice? 
I asked him a question. When did women become rice and pap? Can I hear an amen? Now, in the human nature, a man wants to sleep with so many people. Say amen. So now, it is the spirit of God that will now come into that man that will make him understand that from God's perspective, you cannot do that. You can't do that. That is your flesh controlling you. Part of the works of the flesh is immoral lifestyle, fornication, adultery, masturbation. Say amen. Those are the works of the flesh. They're not from the Father. The Bible says, let those that do those things know that they shall not inherit the kingdom of God. <laughs> as, as, as hard as that is. I know, I, I hate to tell you that. But that is the scriptures. In Galatians 5.22. He said, anybody that does these things, he listed them, the works of the flesh. He said, whoever does these things, he said, they will not inherit the kingdom of God. So it's important that you understand that the Holy Spirit was given to you to live a triumphant life on the earth. You really cannot live a life of dominion without the Holy Ghost. You can't. It will help you to dominate sin. I can say no to sin because the Holy Spirit has strengthened me to a point where I can look at sin and say no. Say amen somebody. I can look at temptation and say, no, I will not do it. I can look at the wickedness of this world and I will say, I will not do it. I would never forget one day when, when I was in the queue in, in, I don't know if it's spa or checkers, and I was behind somebody and I just heard this voice, slap, slap him, slap him. I'm like, this is the voice of Satan. Slap him. Slap. I mean, it was so loud in my ears. Slap him. And I look back, there was nobody behind me. But I'm hearing slap him. Amen, somebody. That is the devil speaks, so Satan speaks. Can I hear an amen? Satan speaks. Satan speaks. When you leave your house and you tell your wife, you know, I'm going to buy bread. Meanwhile, you have set a date with Sibongile. Who, who is speaking to you? Satan. Satani. It's the devil speaking. And you are following his voice. And let me tell you, he only leads to three destinations. Steal, kill, and what? Destroy. He will destroy you. I was listening to a pastor sharing something recently. He says that a man came to him at the age of 85 and he wants to be delivered from masturbation. He's been masturbating for 50 years. And he says, everything, nothing is going forward in my life. Because you see now, his spirit has taken over. I told you guys, what makes an altar is not what, what you erected. It's the activities, continuous and consistent activities that go on there. That's what makes an altar. Because the reason why this is an altar is because we come here consistently, there is the word of God preached. There is, there is, there is, uh, um, you know, praise and worship that goes on to God. And there is, there is prayers that is going on here. That's what makes it, because of the consistency, whichever spirit we are yielding to, now it becomes the spirit's altar. 
So now this has become a place where spirits meet. Spirit and humans meet. Amen, somebody. When we gather in this church for service, there are angels on this altar. Oh, I mean, some of you have seen them many times. I know many people have, who have told me that they've come and they saw angels and, and they saw them on the pulpit. Can I hear an amen? So, it's, it's, you must understand that that is what happens in the life of a believer. That's why there are just some things you should try as much as possible. Don't repeat them. Don't repeat them. The other day I was talking about, I think it was Saturday, I was talking about tattoo. I don't see any reason why a believer would go and put tattoo in their body. I can understand you did it before you got born again. After you get born again. You don't need it. You don't. Because let me tell you, tattoos are doorways. Tattoos are doors in the realm of the spirit. Some of the things you have inscribed in your body, they are symbols in the spirit realm. And you don't know. You just go there, you select one rose. And you don't know that that's a symbol in the realm of the spirit. And then you are putting all these things in your body. You're wondering why Tokoloshi refused to leave you alone. Some certain dreams will not leave you alone. Can I hear an amen? I taught you when I, I, I did a teaching on masturbation. I said there is no way you can masturbate once, twice, three times. A spirit does not take over. You will have visitation of spirits consistently. And that's where spirit husbands come into play. Many, in fact, there is no way you can be masturbating and not have spirit husband. It's impossible. It's impossible. You're just attracting spirits that will fight and wrestle your destiny. You better stay away from God. The Holy Spirit is called your strengthener. He will strengthen you to stay away from these things. Can I hear an amen? Build a relationship with him. You don't need all these fleshy things. All these things are causing us so much havoc as Christians. And we're just doing these things ignorantly. We're doing it to appease our body. Beloved, your spirit is supposed to rule you, not your body. I can't be making decisions based on my body. My body wants to sleep with 30 women, but my spirit says no. That's against the word of God. Can I hear an amen, somebody? So that's the way it works. The Holy Spirit. He said, I have yet many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them. Next verse, verse 13. Next verse. Keep going, sir. Verse 13 of John chapter 16. 16, we are in 16. John 16 and verse 13. He said, how be it when he... The spirit of truth come, shall come. Please put it for us on the big screen. John 16 and verse 13. I'll wait for you. Hurry up. Whoever is behind helping us, please put it for us quickly. Help us, sir. He said, how be it when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. He will show you things to come. He will show you what? Things to come. He will show you things to come. Look at all the revelations that all the Isaiah had. How did they get it? How did Isaiah know that 
Jesus was going to be wounded for our transgression, bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was going to be upon him. And by his stripes, we were, we were healed. How did he know? It was by the Holy Ghost. They foresaw. He would tell you things to come. Church of God, when you have a relationship with the Holy Ghost, he would tell you problems that the enemy has placed ahead of you. In fact, that is the advantage of the Holy Ghost. Is one of the greatest advantage is that you know some, you know all things. What did the Bible say to us? Eyes have not seen. First Corinthians two nine. Ears neither ears heard, nor has it entered into the hearts of men what God has prepared for them that love Him. But God had. He didn't stop there. He said, but God has revealed them to us by His Spirit. For His Spirit searched how many things. All things, yea, the deep things of God. The deep things. He knows he will teach you things to come. Church, know him. Know him. He will tell you of things to come. He will tell you of all the plots of darkness. He will tell you of all the traps of the wicked. He will tell you of all the good things that God has prepared for you. Amen, somebody. He will show you. He will show you. He will show you who your husband is. He will show you. You know, many things happen when you know the Holy Ghost. Many things. Many. Many. I can tell you now, your victory is in knowing and having a relationship with him. I can tell you, your victory on the earth, your dominion, you really can't take mastery on this earth. Because you see, everything on this, in this world, natural, physical world, is controlled from the realm of the spirit. Can I hear an amen? How many of you know that? That this world is controlled from the realm of the spirit. Everything you see is controlled. Nothing just happens in this world. Nothing. That's why those who learn to take charge in the spirit dominates the earth. That's why we tell you to wake up and pray. That's why we tell you to speak the word. Declare the word of God. Can I hear an amen? amen? Declare the word. Declare that things will happen in your life. I wake up every morning declaring that money is coming to me today. And truly, every day by day, money cometh. It cometh. That's how it works. Because you control it from the realm of the spirit. Is there somebody fighting you in the office? What do you do? Disconnect the spirit that is working with that person from that person. What did Jesus say? He says, a city divided against itself cannot stand. When did he quote? What he means is that, listen, the moment you separate the spirit that is on your boss from your boss, the, bo the boss will line up. Because now they are divided. That's what it means. That's why you and the Holy Ghost are one. You must walk with the Spirit of God. Don't walk apart from Him. Walk with Him in your job, in your business, in your marriage. Walk with Him. He's there to show you. He says He will show you things to come. He's there to show you things to come. You know the outcome of your life. You know the outcome of things. You know how things will turn up. You are not worried. You are not scared. You already know, you have a revelation of what will happen, what the enemy is plotting for you, what God is planning for you, the things that have been said. These things are not hidden from you, they are hidden for you. 
Can I hear an amen? They are hidden for you. So that's why you need to come in close relationship with him. Holy Spirit, my helper. Wake up in the morning. Good morning. Benny Hinn wrote a book called Good Morning Holy Spirit. I read that book when I just gave my life to Christ. It helped me to build a healthy relationship with the Holy Spirit. So when I want to pray in the morning, I first acknowledge him. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you help my infirmities. Before I pray, I prepare him with me for prayers. I don't, you can't hear me wake up in the morning and start just blabbling. No. Holy Spirit, I thank you. I honor you. I worship you in my life. You are God over me. You are the one that God has placed in charge of my life on the earth. Right now, I need you. And then I will quote scriptures like, you know, uh, uh, Romans 8.28. For you helped my infirmities. For I know not what I should pray for as I ought. But you make it intercession for me according to the will of God. Can I hear an amen? amen? So you quote all that to him. Acknowledge him. Let him know that you know he's there. He wants you to listen to me. You know, one of the, I told you guys, one of the ways to come to God is to come needing his help. If you really want God to pay you attention, don't come like a strong man. Father, I am Apostle Felix. God will just look at you like, yeah, you are not serious. But when you come and say, Lord, I need your help. Lord, I, your son needs your help. I am helpless without you. What will I do without you? My life is worthless without you. My life means nothing. Ah, God will say, child, this boy is talking. Angel, Gabriel, what are you doing? I was attending to Sibongile. Leave Sibongile alone. Come here. Felix is, Felix is, is praying. Go to him quickly. Now, not the Sibongile. Who is Sibongile here? Is there any Sibongile? Child, I feel sorry for you. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. So, man, I need to get out of this, man. I didn't even start what I'm supposed to preach. Keep going. The last verse. The Bible says, He shall glorify me, and shall receive of mine, and shall show it to you. Next verse. He says, All things that the Father hath is mine. Therefore, I, I that said I, He shall take of mine, and shall show it to you. How many of you remember? The Bible says, call unto me and what will happen? I will answer you and what else will I do? I will show you great and mighty things which thou knowest not. So it is the Holy Spirit that does the showing when you call on the Father. When you pray, he's the one that does the showing. So here Jesus was introducing him as a personality. Now, the reason why you know he's a personality is because you can grieve him. Say amen, somebody. You can do what? You can grieve him. The Bible says, grieve not the Holy Spirit, whereby you are sealed unto God. You can grieve him. And you cannot grieve a speaker. You only grieve a personality. Can I hear an amen? He's a person. The Holy Spirit is a person. He's here right now in church. He's here right now with us. He's a person. The Bible says, quench not the spirit. Quench not the spirit. Don't grieve him. Don't quench him. He can be grieved. 
That's what, your actions can grieve him. Your talkings can grieve him. By the time you are using swear words, Holy Ghost has left you. Say amen, somebody. Some of you still tell your husband, F you. What? Where did you get that from? Show me in the Bible where it is. Can I hear an amen? You need to repent and tell the Holy Spirit sorry for saying that. Can I hear an amen? You can grieve him. John chapter 14 and verse 10. John 14 and verse 10. John 14. We're just introducing the Holy Spirit. Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me, the words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, what does he do? He doeth the work. Next verse. This is the scripture I'm going. No, go to the next one. John verse 11. Go to verse 12. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. And greater, than, greater works than these shall he do, because what? I go to the Father. Now, when he said I'm going to the Father, what did he say he would do? He will send you another comforter. Meaning he was the first comforter. Now that he's going, he's going to send another. He says, now, that comforter I'm sending, when I send him, by the time I go to my father, you will do greater things than I did. That's what Jesus was saying. Now, how many of us have even done what Jesus did? Let's not even talk about greater. But yet, you have what it takes. You know why you have not done it? Your relationship with the Holy Ghost. Your relationship with the Holy Spirit. You have to build that relationship. Keep, go to, yeah, keep going. Yeah, verse 12. All right, give me John chapter 15 and verse 19. John 15 and verse 19. John 15 that we were um, just now. 15 and verse 19. And if you were of the world, if ye were of the world, the world would love his own. Be, but because ye are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world will hate you. Look at your neighbor. Please preach this message from Jesus to them. Who is speaking here? Jesus. What did Jesus say? The world will hate you. Look at your neighbor. Say, the world will hate you. Stop trying to be friendly with them. They won't. They will not like you. They will not. Because your actions, your actions make them feel condemned. It makes them feel condemned. They can't swear with you around. They can't smoke with you. They can't drink with you. They can't do things with you. By the time you are different from them, you are making them feel guilty. Can I hear an amen? Now, church, you are not of this world. Stop living like the world. You are not of this world. You can't still be going to a bar now and be mixing, you know, whiskey and Coca-Cola. And you say you have diluted the alcohol with the Coke. Namanga. Amen, somebody. You are not of this world. You are not of this world. Somebody gave me a wine. Or oh, I saw a wine yesterday 
on top of my fridge. And I turn the back, it's got 8%. I just took it to the sink, opened it, and turned it loose. And drained it away. Oh, I hear somebody say, Apostle, you should have passed it to me. <laughs> Kalabosha. <laughs> 8%. Look at your neighbor say, we drink 0%. Mm, amen. 0%. That's what we drink. Amen. Give me verse 26. John 15, 26. Did we read 19? All right. He says, but when the comforter is come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the Spirit of truth, which proceeded from the Father, he shall testify of me. Who will he testify of? Jesus. He will reveal Jesus to you. You can't know Jesus without the Holy Ghost. Say amen. You can't know him. And that's why on the day of Pentecost, Acts 2 verse 1, we all know. The Bible says they were gathered in one accord and they were praying. And all of a sudden, the Bible says suddenly, there was a sound from heaven. Sound of a mighty rushing wind. And what happened? He filled the place where they were and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with new tongues. They began to speak. So one of the evidences that the Holy Spirit is in you is that you will pray in tongues. You'll pray in tongues. It's a language. Just like you grew up, when you started speaking, the reason why many people don't get baptized in the Holy Ghost is because they want to speak in tongues like me. No. You can't. I have, I have matured in the language. Say amen. When you give birth to a child, when they want to start talking, the first thing, dada, mama, dada. That's how it is with tongues. When you get baptized, it might be te 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 la 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 la. Don't go and say you want to zeskofri, ishkavri, gabalam, vrande. You can't. It's not possible. <laughs> amen, somebody. That's the problem. You know, it reminds me of John Paul. That my son, Chai. He said one day, Daddy, I was walking around taking pictures. You said people should pray in the Holy Ghost. I just heard one guy, I was standing beside him. I heard Czechoslovakia, Pakistan, <laughs> Afghanistan. <laughs> Chai. That, that guy is something else. <laughs> I said, how did you... <laughs> I say, son, you were supposed to be praying in the Holy Ghost. How did you hear somebody saying Pakistan, Afghanistan, Czechoslovakia, <laughs> Portuguese? <laughs> ah, John Paul, somebody, guys, something else, man. You know, so the Holy Spirit is there. And, and if you don't have him, the Bible says you can pray to the Father and he will give him, give him to you. Give me Luke 11 and verse 9. Luke 11 and verse 9. We're just going to do basics today. By the time we come back again, I, I probably think I will continue with this series on Sundays. Because I really need, to need you to have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Church, you can wake up in the morning, ask the Holy Spirit, what should I do today? Amen, somebody. When I was praying with my wife this morning, what I said to the Holy Ghost was, Lord, Give me a word for your people today. Give me a word. 
I want to know what to share with them. Ask him, what shall I do today? Lead me to where the thing is. He will lead you to your husband, lady. All the people that have been approaching you are crazy human beings. It's the devil leading them to you. But the Holy Ghost can lead you to the right person. Say amen. He can lead you. The Holy Ghost can lead you. The Holy Ghost can show you who your wife is. He can show you. He can even show you your children. Can I hear an amen? He can show you. He can show you what your future looks like. He can show you. The Holy Ghost will show you. He will show you things to come. Build this relationship. That's why, church, don't just do careless things. Don't do things that will grieve him. He's called Holy what? Spirit. So he, he dwells around a holy environment. The Holy Spirit is everywhere, but he's not working everywhere. He only works in an environment where he's given the freedom and given the liberty. By the time you are busy with a woman you are not married to, you have sent him away. And you see, the moment you quench the Holy Spirit, the Bible says, quench not the Spirit. Where is that scripture? Quench not the Spirit. Ephesians chapter 4, I think it's verse 25 or 30, somewhere there. Just check. Check for me. What? First Thessalonians, is that quench the Holy? Yeah, quench not the Spirit. No, grieve not the Holy Spirit. It's somewhere in Ephesians. Look for it for me. Ephesians 4, somewhere around verse 30. Yeah, there you go, verse 30. He said, grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you are sealed unto the day of redemption. What? He said, whereby you are what? The word sealed, there is where you are protected. That means your protection is in the Holy Spirit. No wonder you keep having accidents. No wonder you keep, you keep running into crazy things. No wonder you keep attacks, attacks upon attacks every day on your life. You need to be sealed with the Holy Ghost. So if you are doing anything that grieves him, stop it. Stop it. If you are gossiping, stop it. Can I hear an amen? Don't grieve him. It's called the spirit of love. You're supposed to love everyone. The Bible says love your enemies. Why? Because the Holy Spirit has been shared abroad in your heart. He's... he's when he came, he shed the love of God in your heart. The love of God is in you right now. You can love. Say amen. You are not supposed to hate. You're supposed to love. Love one another. Love. There are people in this church now that don't talk to one another. And they're in the same church. They don't speak. Luke 11 verse 9. Luke 11 and verse 9, quickly. Let's tie this thing up and go home. Luke 11 and verse 9. The Bible says, And I say unto you, Ask, and it shall be given to you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be given open unto you. Next verse. Keep going, sir. For everyone that asketh does what? And everyone that seeketh, what happens to them? And to him that knocketh, what happens? The door shall be open. Next verse. Keep going. If a son shall ask bread of any of you that, that is a father, will he give him a stone 
Or if you ask a fish, will he give him a serpent? Next verse. Or if he ask an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? Next verse. But if ye then being evil know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your father give you what? The Holy Spirit to them that ask him. To them that ask him. Wake up in the morning, Lord, fill me with the Holy Ghost. I don't want my tank to run dry. Fill me with the Holy Ghost. I want to be full of the Spirit. Somebody say full of the Spirit. You know the Bible says, Stephen, being full of the Spirit. That means if you can be full, you can be half empty. Say amen, somebody. Some of you run with your tank empty every day of the Holy Ghost. Be full of the Spirit. Be full of the Holy Ghost. It will determine how you act, how you behave, what you say. Even when you know you do something wrong, the Holy Spirit will remind you, you just did something wrong. You just lied. And then you just say, I repent. Forgive me in Jesus' name. That's it. He keeps walking with you. That's how it is. Just repent immediately. Some of you have not asked God for forgiveness in the past one month. You are in trouble, oh. What are you? You are in trouble. Look, I wake up every day. I may not even remember any sin that I committed. Now, like, Lord, mercy on me. Show me mercy. For every sin I've committed, knowingly or unknowingly, I repent. Forgive me, Father. I've heard some preachers say they have not repented of sin for the past one year. Not me. No. I, I never want to get to a point where I believe that I walked a whole month without making one mistake. Listen, the Bible is not just sin of I committed adultery. No. The Bible says anything that is not of faith is what? It's sin. There are many times you have acted out of faith. You have said things that are not, that are faithless. You said things that are not in the line, in line with the will of God. You didn't act in faith. And moreover, it's not just what you do that is sin. Some things you didn't do is sin. Things God asked you to do that you didn't do. Imagine you were walking in the mall. You met somebody, God said, talk to them about Jesus. They are ready to receive Christ. And you are afraid. You don't know what to say. When you walk away from there without talking to that person, it is sin. Say amen. It is sin. When you go, you repent before God. Don't carry this superman... Yo, I don't know, yesterday, somebody called my phone in front of me. They say, Superman is, what? What does he say? This is Superman. I'm busy saving the whole world. I don't know how I got that ringtone. If you call my phone now, what the ringtone is, I am, what does he say? Is it I am Superman or this is Superman? Huh? This is Superman. I'm not available right now. I'm busy saving the whole world. Even MTN knows that I'm saving the whole world. They gave me that ringtone. Amen, somebody. <laughs> you can try my phone. Those of you who have my number, try it. Just call. If I see Miss Call, I, won't, I know it's you. <laughs> I am Superman. I'm, or this is Superman. Leave me alone. No, no, not leave me alone. What is it? What? I'm saving the world right now. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, MTN, for giving me that ringtone. Amen. I don't know how it came. 
Yeah. Somebody say that is Superman. <laughs> Hallelujah. 1 John 5 7. 1 John 5 7. 1 John 5 7. And then we'll close from there. Somebody is already giving me a missed call. The devil is a liar. I'm preaching. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. He said, For there are three that bear record in heaven. Who are they? Say it out loud. Who? What else? And what else? He said, these three are what? So now we have one God in three persons. Who are they? God, the Father, God, God. So now, with all these scriptures, if somebody comes to you and say, there is nothing like Holy Ghost, would you debate with him? You know what the word says. He said there are three of them that bear record in heaven. It is the Father, the Word, and the Spirit. You have the Holy Spirit, church. He's your companion. The Bible calls him your standby, your advocate, your strengthener. He will strengthen you. That's why I can't understand how a child of God can be depressed. Hello? If you don't have food to eat, it shouldn't make you depressed. There is a joy the Holy Spirit gives you. It was Shelly Caesar that sang many years ago. He said, this joy that I have, the word didn't give it to me. And the word cannot take it away. Can I hear an amen? The troubles of this world should not take away your joy. Yes, they may steal your happiness, but not your joy. You don't have food in the morning, you are joyful. You wake up in the morning singing praises to God. God is good. His mercies endure it forever. What the enemy meant for evil, God will turn it around for what? How many things work together for your good? All things. And that scripture was quoted immediately after Romans 8.28. Amen. Where he says, the spirit of God helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought. But the spirit himself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be altered. And he that searcheth the heart knows what is in the mind of the spirit. Because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. So when you pray in the Holy Ghost, then all things, Kabashaya, walketh together for good. To them that love God. And to them who are the called according to his purpose. That's why you cannot be depressed. You lost anything, pray in the Holy Ghost. You lost your job, pray in the Holy Ghost. I will not be depressed. I refuse to lose my joy for the sake of things. Things are not working together. Husband left you, pray in the Holy Ghost. Because God is a restorer. Church, your, your first response to any incident Satan throws at you shows whether you are connected to the Holy Spirit or not. Your first response. A woman lost a child in the Bible. She kept the child on the bed of the man of God. Sent to the husband, send me one of your, your best Rolls Royce. Those days they used to use chariots. Send me one of your best chariots with a, a driver. And then the man asked him, this one you are going to see the man of God. Is all well. What did she answer? All is well. 
That's the person that have the Holy Ghost. He says, say ye to the righteous, he shall be well with you. No matter what the devil is doing in your life right now, it shall be well with you. In the end, it shall be well with you. For I and the children which the Lord has given to me, we are for signs and wonders in Israel. We are for signs and wonders. It will be well. I'm telling you, it will be well. Forget that, you know, the devil make it look like he's having an upper hand. He's always loud. The Holy Spirit is a gentle spirit. That's why for you to hear his voice, he's a gentle spirit. He speaks in still small voice. But the devil talks with microphone. Amen, somebody. He will tell you that cancer will kill you. That disease will kill you. That you will not survive tomorrow. You're going to lose your job. How many of all those voices you are hearing, they are so loud. But the Holy Spirit will tell you, son, relax. I've made a way in the wilderness. I've made a way for you where there seems to be no way. That in spite of this circumstance, you are coming out victorious. You have to build your, your, that relationship with him, with the Holy Spirit. He's your greatest support on earth. I'm telling you, this church will not be here if the Holy Spirit was not here. Everything we do, I know people out there, a few days ago, I took a picture with a prophet. He called me to tell me this two, two days ago or three days ago. We went to eat in Sentin, me and him. We ate and then he stood up. He says, man of God, I would like to have a picture with you. He took me out. And then he posted the picture on social media. And all his friends called him. Ah, he said, this man, you took a picture with him. This man is occultic. Oh, look at all the things happening in House of Treasures. How are they happening? He's occultic. I don't even know how pastors don't believe God is the one doing this. Like really. Church, listen to me. I was a millionaire. Not millionaire in the spirit in the physical before I became a pastor not spiritual millionaire a physical millionaire one day John Paul that passed on I gave John Paul a car to go and buy paint by hyper paint in Boysons the card had 3 million I forgot it in John Paul's hands for one month how, many, how long? Now, if you forget three million rand card in somebody's hand, that means that's not all you have. I left that card in John Paul's hand for 30 days. He returned it. That was the day I blessed him. 30 days, I forgot that card. I was not a spiritual millionaire. I was a physical one. So now, is it <laughs> Jesus? I left the business that was giving me millions to now come and be a man of God. And now it is now for me to go to the devil. Am I crazy? The God that made me rich as a businessman, he can't make me rich as a pastor. I don't know what is wrong with people out there. If you are watching me and you are one of those that say I'm occultic, I'm not. Everything you see in this church is done by the Holy Ghost. Stop attributing the work of God to the devil. I don't need... Church, I mean, you have seen Sangomas. Do I look like one? There is no clean Sangoma. Abba. Amen, somebody. Look at this handsome dude here. You go and tell him he's occultic. Occultic where? Abba. Man. You don't even have sense. If you have said that, 
Anybody that look at me and say I'm occultic doesn't have sense. I can't be this clean. I'm too coordinated to be occultic. Occultic people don't have sense of coordination. I'm too organized to be occultic. Say amen, somebody. Attribute the work of God. Everything here is done by God. I have no, my wife is here. I just married. If I'm, this woman we know. I wake up in prayer. It, she said to me, she just married me not long. She said, if people know how much you pray. She said it. Not, I'm not talking somebody who is not in service. If I'm lying against her, please take the mic and say, he's lying. <laughs> he's lying. Today we were praying. Prayer refused to finish. <laughs> she looked at me. I, I, I just saw somebody under the blanket. Alebosha. <laughs> By the time she woke up and she still heard me praying, she said, are you saying you have been praying since then? I said, yes. <laughs> she is here. I'm not lying. She asked me, are you saying since that, that time I slept, you have still been praying? That's my secret. I don't have any other thing. I don't have abracadabra. I don't have sangomas. No, I only have Jesus. I have the Holy Ghost. Can I hear an amen? If I was not praying, she would know. I'm saying it in front of her. Not because I know. To help somebody who's amocultic. You will sit in your bed all night. And then you wake up in the morning, finish one kg wizard. And you expect to have my result. It's not possible. Stop attributing what is going on in House of Treasures with the devil. Can I hear an amen? Just walk with God. Walk with him. Walk with him. If you seek this God, you will find him. For he that seeketh, findeth. To him that knocketh, the door shall be opened. Say amen, somebody. Please, let's build a relationship with him. He can lead you. I'll be talking about the ministry of the Holy Spirit. I will tell you the advantage of your connectivity with him. How he can guide you. How he can lead you. How he can tell you what to do. How to invest. What to do. What to do. How to do what you should do. Amen, somebody. <laughs> I mean, there are just so many advantages. You know, when people see things working, I don't even want to say some things because I'm on live on social media. I mean, the advantage I have many times. This conference that passed, so many advantages. Just because of the things Holy Ghost told me to start doing from January that I can't share with you. And he just walked out for God. Like you guys are just looking at me. You, this guy, man, he's, everything is, he's lucky. I'm not. I'm not lucky. I am just walking by the Spirit. I'm walking by the Spirit. You have advantage with the Holy Ghost. He says it's disadvantageous for you that I go. For if I do not go, the comforter will not come. You need to build it with him. Please, I beg you, every day you wake up, good morning, Holy Spirit. Spirit of God, today I am with you. Walk with me today. Talk to me. I, one thing I always say, by the time I finish my prayer, when I'm doing my confessions, Lord, I'm expecting to hear from you today. You know what that means to the Holy Ghost. I'm expecting to hear from you. 
people come to me in counseling, when I'm saying some things, they are shocked. They are shocked. Why? Because I'm with the Holy Ghost. I'm with the Holy Ghost. I will say some things to some people, they start crying. They're wondering, how did you know? How did you know? This is some secret, something that is hidden away from everyone. But just by the voice of the Spirit of God, I'll just tell someone, this, 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 this. I'll say things to them and that's it. Solution. Somebody walked into my office on Sunday. I don't know if you guys heard. As he walked in, a spirit walked behind him. I saw, like, I mean, Jesus Christ. In fact, I was so angry. I said, how did this spirit, you even followed this guy into my office? I said, in the name of Jesus, get out! And the guy started whining like a snake. I don't, some of you who are the protocol, just like that, a spirit walked behind him. I said to him, son, this spirit has been following you from Zimbabwe. Just like that. Imagine if I was not seen like that. He would have carried that problem and left my office. Church, please build it. When I'm telling you build this relationship, it's not, stop blaming people for God blessing them. No. They see what you don't see. Build it. Covet a relationship with the Holy Ghost. Covet it. Holy Spirit, my helper. You are going to write an exam. He's your helper. He said, I will bring to remembrance all things that you have studied. I will bring it to your remembrance. Holy Spirit, I commit these exams into your hands. Lead me, Lord, and guide me. He can even tell you where to study. So you don't have to read all your books. You don't have to read five books. He will just tell you, go to this chapter, that chapter, that chapter. You read five things and you are sorted. Can I hear an amen? He will just direct your path. Amen, somebody. Church, build a relationship with him. He yearns for that relationship. He loves it when you relate with him. The Holy Spirit loves it when you, you talk to him, when you ask him for help, when you ask him which way to go. What's the right way to go? Holy Spirit, I'm in, a, I'm in a, a situation. Tell me what to do. How do I do this? Help me, Lord. Lead me, direct me, guide me. How do I go about this? Many times in the things in the ministry, by the time we finish leaders meeting in the kitchen and there are decisions to be made, I just go, Holy Ghost, what do we do? And then we do the right thing. And the ministry is exploding. Things are happening. And people are wondering, okay, what is he doing? Is he doing muti? No, I'm not doing muti. It's the Holy Spirit that is leading. May the Holy Spirit lead you from today. Rise on your feet. I want us to pray. I want us to pray. I want to be full of the Holy Spirit. Father, fill me with your Spirit. Fill me, Lord. Fill me with your Spirit. Fill me with your Spirit. As they are praying that prayer, sing that Spirit, fill me up till I overflow. Are you ready to pray? Say, Heavenly Father. Say, Heavenly Father. Fill me with your spirit. I want to be full of the Holy Spirit. Let the fullness of God come into my life today. I want to walk in the fullness of the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth. Pray that simple prayer. Mashadaya da boze grevinda brege venementos embrozu grafeja brande velimanda bragadaya Father fill me with your spirit fill me with your spirit fill me with your spirit 
fill me with your spirit I want to overflow with your spirit oh God the Bible says as they pray the spirit of God came upon them and the place was shaken and they were full of the Holy Ghost somebody pray and be filled with the spirit tonight yes 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 i feel his presence the holy spirit is here the spirit of god is here yes jesus Come on, come on, pray. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Fill me up, Lord. Fill me up, Lord. The fullness of the Holy Ghost. I want to be filled with the Spirit. Father, fill us up tonight. Fill me up tonight, Jesus. Fill me up tonight. Fill me up with the Holy Spirit. Lord, may I walk and operate in the fullness of the Holy Spirit. A fresh baptism, a fresh infilling. My God, my God, fill us up tonight. Holy Ghost! My God, my God! Yes, Lord, yes, Lord. You provided the Spirit. My God, we open up our hearts, oh God, to be filled with the Holy Ghost, to be filled with the Spirit. Yes, 
Thank you for guiding us. Thank you for directing our steps. We worship you, Holy Spirit. We worship you, Holy Spirit. We love you, Holy Spirit. We adore you, Holy Spirit. We honor you, Holy Spirit. We respect you, Holy Spirit. We love you, Lord. We love you, Spirit of God. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus Christ. And the church say, church say, put your hands together for the Lord. How many of you promise to build a relationship with the Holy Spirit? Please, I beg you. He will guide you. He will lead you. This church will not be here if not for the Holy Spirit. I was there by the lapper, the touched lapper, by the swimming pool praying. We were three of us. I had seen the property. And as we were praying, I just heard the voice of the Holy Spirit. This is the place for the church. And that's how you are here today. You know, he can guide you. He can lead you. The first day, I went out with this precious beautiful wife of mine we went to a restaurant 
As she sat down, the Holy Ghost said to me, this is your wife. She was telling me, uh, I, won't, I, I, won't, I can't marry you. Pastor Chris has to release me. You are, I'm not sure if it's you. I'm saying, look at this one. Okay. Yes, she is today. Amen, somebody. The Holy Ghost will lead you. The Holy Ghost can direct you. He will show you where the business is. I told you a story one day. I was, uh, I woke up in the morning. I was a businessman then. I was not a pastor. I was pastoring a church. I was a pastor, but I wasn't pastoring a church. I was an associate pastor in another church. And I woke up in the morning. My late wife was making me breakfast. And I was about to eat. The Holy Ghost said to me, don't eat this food. Tell her to pack the food and take it to the office. Run down to the auctions. I got to the auction. Crazy. I mean, this thing I'm telling you is like sci-fi. Got to the auction. As I got by the door, they were bidding for a property. He said, start bidding. I haven't, I don't know what property it is. I don't know who stays there. I don't know what is going on. I started from around 58,000. 58. We got to 60, 70 something, 80. I got to 96. Everybody put down their bid. I bought the property. As I finished signing for that property, a woman walked to me as I was coming down from where I signed on the stage at the, for, with the auctioneer. A woman walked to me and said, I live in that house. Okay, you live in the house. So, she says, can I buy it from you? Beloved, the same hour, I signed an offer for 650000 I bought it for 98000 just by the leading of the Holy Spirit. Church, my question was, why didn't she buy it? She was at the auction. But it's when the Holy Ghost leads you. He will lead you to your house. You won't just buy any property. He will lead you. When the recession 2009 came, I was praying at 4 a.m. in the morning. I heard the voice of the Lord, sell every property that, that you owe the bank. The, the recession has not come. There was no sign of recession. I have told you guys, I called Tayo, my friend, because then we used to buy new developments. When we see new developments, we'll just take two or three or four. We split it. I called Tayo. I said, Tayo, I just heard the Holy Ghost. He said, we should sell every bonded property to the bank. Beloved, the millions I was owing the bank, if not that I heard the Holy Ghost by today, I don't know where I would have been. In fact, I would have probably run away from the country. Because what happened was when the recession came, the price of properties dropped. So a property you bought for one million, you owe in the bank one million, the value is 650. So I could not have recovered from that incident. I'm telling you, build a relationship. The Holy Spirit will lead you. I sold off all my properties and then recession came. In the recession, I was living, I was chilling. In fact, I was the big boy. Big boys were chilling with me. Not I, I want to chill with the big boys. No, big boys were chilling with me. Amen. Church, that's when the Holy Ghost leads you. When he leads you, he will direct you. From today, may you be led by the Spirit. In the name of Jesus. Did you receive the word of God today? Put your hands together for the Lord. Amen.